Welcome to a, another episode of Love is Amazing, but it is also bullshit and will get you murdered. The podcast that reminds you that there's this thing that you want. It's missing in your life and you finally get it and you think my life is complete and then it just comes back and stabs you in the it, it freaking back. It just explodes back. like a supernova. Just be alone your whole life. Alright? <laughs> okay, uh, I'm Aaron Black. It's with me as always is my co-host, Nicholas Control Freak Luna. <laughs> and Osa. Hello. Alright. So, let's... Yeah, yeah, we, we gotta, gotta dive lot, right into Yeah, it. yeah, we gotta get right into it. Um, so, this is from a show called Betrayed. Uh... They don't miss mince words over there. Yeah, no, no. What should the show be called? How about fucking betrayed? Betrayed. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is it because people were betrayed in the show? Yes, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> there it's was like, multiple it, betrayals. So, so, so it, the show was named. It was between betrayed and like getting stabbed in the face <laughs> by someone you thought you loved. <laughs> yeah. but, I kind of but, wish they had called it that. Yeah, no, <laughs> they they, they, they could have called it like love knife. Yeah, something Love like knife. that. That good. <laughs> so it's it's called Betrayed, season one, episode ten. Uh, episode is called Flirting with Disaster. This happened in 1993, and a place called Port Hunanem. Hune- I, I, I knew you California. would have trouble with that because I yeah, can't even pronounce it. I can't that. pronounce it either. I was looking at the word while we were watching it on the screen. I was like, I don't know how to say it. Amy. It's in Southern California. Whatever. It's, it's in Southern, Southern California. <laughs> like, um, 60 miles north of LA, 22,000 yep. pe- people. Right on the coast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like kind of like a suburb town. Yeah. yeah we'll just mm. call, call it Port if we have to mention it again, which I don't think we have to. How about to. Port H? Nope. Port. So, uh, this is in 1993. Um, uh, it starts with a lady named Norma Rodriguez, 32 years old, uh, has some kids, mm-hmm. two kids, uh, aged four and 11. Uh, youngest one's named Austin, older one's named Andrew. And, you know, she's just trying to make make her way through life. Uh, live her best life. She wants yeah. it. She wants it all. She, uh, not not saying it was a that's a bad thing you know she wants love career be a mom who does it who does it uh, right. I, I mean i, I don't, don't i don't want to be a mom but i'll take <laughs> the rest of it well i mean you know i would make the worst mom ever yeah <laughs> you would scare the shit out of some kids like especially it's just like your your face with your patchy beard with a wig being like mama nick is here it'd be totally uh what is that movie <laughs> This it, is Doubtfire. Yeah, yes. yeah, except it would be a horror movie. Like, like, like if Nick was Mrs. Doubtfire, it, w- it would be put out by Shudder, like that Amazon <laughs> yeah, channel yeah. that deals with nothing but, like, the devil. All right, so anyway. Yeah, yeah. I like I, I want horror movie. I kind of want to see it. Yeah, yeah. I'd watch I, I it. I would watch it. I think I just described a movie I, I think I'm going to have to write sooner or later. Yeah. But anyway. Hey, let's uh, write it together. So Norma, uh, Norma was in port, just, just ha- has her kids. Uh, so port apparently age. Norma had left her kid's dad 
and uh, and is kind of on the dating scene. Oh, and Kid's dad in the reenactments looks like a poor man's like uh, Gael Garcia Bernal. I don't know who that is. I don't either, but yeah. the, the actor it, was kind of a hottie. He yeah. was kind of a hottie. Yeah, like, uh, very, like, very strong jaw. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, it, it, the actor I'm describing is, like, one of the most famous, like, Mexican actors ever. You mm. just wanted to say something to be like, look what I know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So. yeah. Hey, look, look at these two dumbasses I do a podcast with. Aren't they lucky they know me? <laughs> I went to film school for 12 years. Yeah. 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 Who's the dumbass now? You couldn't have done that better. (laughs) Okay. So, um, so Norma, Norma's on the dating scene. Norma dates a guy named, starts dating a guy named Daniel. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Daniel's in the mix now. And Daniel was um, actually the Little League coach of Andrew. So that's how they ended up knowing each other. Which, Mm. by the way, how did that spark? Let's not get into it. <laughs> we, we really don't have time. The, the The point is, he seems like a decent dude. Yeah, yeah no, he yeah. seemed like an all He's right good guy. with the kids. Yeah. She he, likes well, that well, about that, that's him. That's all she said was he was good with the kids. Yeah. So. All it's right. important. <laughs> yeah. I guess. What do you mean you guess? I'm t- I, I can't even. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> Anthony, um, so Anthony was a... Uh, uh, Nor- Norma's estranged husband. So that was the good-looking dude's name, Anthony. And uh, they split up because Anthony was a drinker. Mm-hmm. So apparently that shit can get you. Yeah. No, we all know. Okay, so... Um, uh, so Daniel, the dude that Norma was dating... Um, Apparently Daniel was emotional. No, okay. I, f- I fucked up when I was writing this. You can't even write, read your own notes. This was like six in the morning and like I just woke up. Yeah, no, so... Uh, hey, good for you for waking up at six B, in the morning. Stop. I'm trying to do this. Um, uh, so, uh, uh, Anthony was a drinker. And he was also, like, emotionally abusive and would threaten Norma and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we are in April 1993. Apparently, she was also very popular in work, had a lot of interesting co-workers. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and she was very um, feisty was one word that they described her as. Yeah. That, that and is... I was like, that's an interesting acronym. An acronym? Adjective. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if uh, I was ever describing you to a film crew, I'd be like, what's the opposite of feisty? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> uh, yes, she seems very feisty, which we will see later. But she was very popular at work, had a lot of interesting... A lot of dudes. A lot of dudes were her friends. They're very handsy dudes. Yeah, one dude was named Calvin, and Calvin was very handsy. Apparently, he had he he really liked back massages. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you ever come across that like a male handsy coworker that you had to be like, no. dude? No. There is there is this one guy that I used to work with though. I I. He was a he was like your stereotypical like sleazy sales guy, but when he would talk to all of the women, he was like clearly like staring at their boobs while he was doing it. Been there uh, before. Have you? Uh, Yeah. I was about to give you a back massage, Aaron Black. 
Please he don't. did it to everyone. I remember this one time he was like doing it to me while we were chatting, and I was like wearing a wearing a um, like a cardigan, and I just like uh, wrapped it around top? myself while I was like staring at him. So he yeah. got he got fired, obviously. Good, good. No, you know, here's the thing. It's like if you're a dude and there's like somebody, the world's an incredibly small place when you have an amazing tits. That was actually from the. Uh, <laughs> Kingpin, but what? what but anyway, like if there's like, like when I was a tour guide and I shouldn't tell this. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> actually, I, I was just saying. <laughs> you know, it's like there's that. So if there's somebody you're, some place you're not supposed to look at, like a part of your brain has to like work overtime to be like, don't fucking look there. Don't look there. Don't look there. Don't look there. So whatever you're doing, the, this you better... part of that guy's brain was not working. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He exactly. Did, it, it just didn't exist. He was like boobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh tits. Yeah. Yeah. He, so. He's a real boob man. So, yeah. So whatever the whatever a dude is supposed to be doing, um. And if he's trying not to stare at tits, he better be able to do whatever that thing is on autopilot because he's going to have mm. a hard time. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, have either of you waited tables? Never no. waited tables. Like, no. Because like when you're waiting tables, no matter who you're waiting on, you have to look at them and make eye contact, but you can't really look at them. It's like one of the most impersonal, personal experiences I've ever been through okay okay <laughs> wait uh, are you just you're you're about to tell us a story where you can't stop looking at tits is that what you're about to say it's okay nick you, no no no, no. <laughs> I, I i'm saying this like is a the, safe the, space. The, the one main thing of like a waiting tables job is to not like visually assess the customers and i i get what he's saying yeah, yeah, and that, and that's where I was going with that. Like you anyway. have to like train yourself, like Aaron was saying. The moral of the story is we're all fucking pigs. <laughs> um, so, anyway, she was very popular with a lot of handsy dudes. There was Calvin, obviously. There was another coworker named Warren. Oh, Warren! Like Warren also kind of hey, looked. Like, hey, what's up, dude? That's looking <laughs> sharp, man. Yeah, that's that is quite the bathrobe. Shout, yeah. shout out to Special Head coming through. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of had like a Norman Bates feel to, to his smile when he like looked at me. He's like, hello. It's nice to see you. I thought you were talking about Warren. Well, Warren too. <laughs> Warren, too. Warren, Warren too. Bates. They're all creepy. So anyway, there was a guy so named So she Warren. had some really creepy coworkers, but she got along with well, them. Well, and, and, they... in, in, uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but like in the documentary, they implied that they all worked at Walmart. Or something like that. They were all wearing, like, blue yeah. vests. Vest. Whatever. All right. So, anyway, uh, Norma had some co-workers, right? There's there's Calvin. There's Warren. It would be nice if there was, like, one dude who was, like, named Jim who was, like, it was up and, like, never touched her. But <laughs> yeah, that never but, happens. But, so, he al- she also had a co-worker named Beatrice. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. They were besties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Beatrice and her husband named James... Uh, James also seemed like a bit of a creep. Um, but anyway, so Norma and Beatrice were, you know, really tight, apparently. So I, I guess they were pretty tight because it was just like two female employees, like, you know, fighting off fucking 
inappropriate dudes all yeah, day. The, the patriarchy. With, the, with their elbows. I mean, they made them seem so creepy in the yeah. in the reenactment, but, the, but then again, they were like friends with these guys yeah. also. They were like going to their parties and shit. I, their I, barbecues. And, 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 and like, they were all co-workers though. So and, like, and let's be perfectly honest. We don't... This is a document. This is like a dumb documentary. Right, where they, we don't know what they it's They hired actually people like. from Craigslist. The writer was probably from Craigslist. It's probably a Canadian production. Yeah. So anyway, just saying. They Shots had a party. Canada. Uh, they had a party, and uh, let's see, Norma. Norma had a co-worker, Beatrice, and they had a party, and uh, at the party, apparently Calvin and Warren and everyone is there, and James is just staring at them. And oh, just creeping. It turned out Beatrice was, like, being a mad flirt. Mm. Uh, so, anyway, after the party... I almost had a pun, but I didn't do it. After the party, <laughs> Norma gets a ride from Warren, which is... Um, not in, weird. No, I mean, it's not weird, unless it's, like... Man, there's this like dude who won't stop staring at me, and I think there's like a little blood in his mustache. <laughs> I'm gonna a get a ride sash? from him. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a ride yeah, from him. Home. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, a but blood um, sash. Anyway, I think this whole thing, you know, he gets a ride from uh, Warren, and it just like solidifies the fact that this is like a normal relationship. Maybe they go over the line every now and then, but it happens. Um, it always happens. Okay. <laughs> I also wrote that Warren kind of like looks like a Mormon, which is true. Um, well, Warren looks like uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, right? He does. A he little bit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a, a Mormon Jeffrey Dahmer. A there Mormon Jeffrey Dahmer. So, uh, when Norma gets home, uh, she's like, she gets home, it's dark, she's just like fixing herself, I don't know, a cup of water or something. And who is there? But Anthony, her ex-husband, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and he's already in the house. That's yes, yes, he is. And she walks in there. She's a little spooked. Yeah, more than a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so sometimes, like, I'll be in my I live in a studio apartment, and sometimes I'll be like, "Did I hear something?" And I'll freak myself the fuck out. You know, I'll be like, Dah! You know, <laughs> and it always ends up being like an ex-girlfriend. Like, I'm, what are you doing here? No, I'm just kidding. All right, but uh, but that would be terrifying. So yeah, so, yeah. Osa, never do that to me, please. I'll think about it. Yeah. So, uh, Osa, please do that to him. I kind of want to now. Okay. Now that he mentioned it, sounds kind of fun. So anyway, um. Oh my God! Fuck! It's Osa. Anthony, the ex-husband, is is home, and he, apparently he makes a move on her. You know, he's like, "That's my thing. Like, I scare the shit out of people, then I try to make out with them. It usually works. It's, it's sexy. Yeah, well, but and, he's also he, he's also really drunk, right? Yeah. And yes. also he's mad handsy. Everyone's handsy in this. Yeah, you know, um, I was like, uh, I was watching this with Jessica, and I was like, man, every dude in this is a dick, and he's, and she's like, well, what does that tell you? <laughs> she just like looked at me and she goes what does that mean what, what do you think that means <laughs> anyway uh andrew's there uh, anthony's there he's he's super fucked up super drunk and then she's like how did you get in here and he goes i could get here whatever i want 
And then he repeats it like four or five more times as he's walking by. <laughs> to like the last scene is him going, whatever I want. Yeah, I don't know how much really of that was that. true. We really yeah. liked that part, though. It was a good part. We did like that. <laughs> um. Okay, so he... Uh, so, so Norma basically gives him the boot. This is three weeks before her murder. Uh, now, uh, Norma actually goes over to Daniel's house. Remember that Daniel is the dude that she's dating right now, her, her current boyfriend. And they open the door, and a woman opens. Her name is Lucy, and apparently Lucy was a ex-girlfriend of Daniel's. Sketchy. Super sketchy. Not cool, Daniel. Not cool at all. But so, I mean, like, their whole relationship wasn't really cool. What are you well, I think they about? were taught. I think they were like you know like a normal dating couple. Yeah. She was like nor- nor- normal. No, because she was going through a divorce. It wasn't a normal. Well, she was. I mean, she was separated from the guy. Though it's not like yeah. I don't know. All right, all right. Several times through the show, Norma's like, "I want us to be exclusive, and I want you yeah, to raise she, the kids." She thought he was like the one. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, by raise the kids, do you mean like I get to like fuck other women? And she's like, that's not what I mean. That's a very accurate description of what happened in that. In yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. But by exclusive, do you mean like put my dick in other people? It's like, that's not what no. exclusive no. means. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Daniel apparently has commitment issues. And uh, Norma uh was was let and around this time Norma was also letting Beatrice use her house to fuck her co-worker Jose. Man, this this whole thing is yeah. turned into um it's, this it's is like, a wild cast of characters. Like 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 a daytime soap opera like all yeah. our children. Or yeah. like uh a movie The Apartment with Jack like, Lemon. Like a like a living episode of Maury. Yeah. But it's like, would you ever like? If you've ever seen the apartment, you'll know what I'm talking about, though. So, (laughs) do you? If one of your friends was like, "Can I use your apartment to cheat on my boyfriend or girlfriend?" What would you say to them? No. Probably, I would be like, "Oh, I don't know. No, thank you." So get a fucking motel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what motels are made for. Motels. Or like like the you the definition of motels is like to cheat on your spouse. Yeah, like I'm not gonna or, let you. I'll like, keep your secrets, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let you use my house. Yeah, it's like that's next level. That is a big favor. Yeah. All right. So anyway, <laughs> I'm uh, just saying. Norma was letting Beatrice use her house. It's kind of like. Um, Ashley Madison, that website. Oh yeah, where it was like an online thing to mm-hmm. like ch- cheat on your spouse, and their whole tagline was "Life is short," but it should have been it. Their tagline be "Life is short, be a piece of shit." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, and I, I think under- doesn't Beatrice say that in there at one point? She's like, "Life yeah. is short." She says it a couple times. Yeah, yeah a, a few times. That might be the name of the episode. Okay, so. Um, so there's a bunch of shit happening. We are at Saturday, May 29th, 1993. Norma has a, a bunch of friends over, and uh, Beatrice asked Norma if she could use her house again. Uh, 
around this time, though, at this party, James, who is Beatrice's husband, conf confronts Norma about the affair. Uh, James confronts Norma about his wife's affair, which is Awkward. like, you know, I was like, why don't you start with your wife first? Yeah. <laughs> start with your wife and then yeah. you move your way down. But um, uh, anyway, honestly, this is totally has nothing to do. Well, it has a little to do with the actual murder we're speaking of. But it's like the guy they get to play James is amazing is amazingly bad he's like it, he could have been casted by the room like like this is tommy wuzo tommy wuzo was he's in like, the casting room and he's like no 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 this is the guy he walks up and he, he walks up and he just goes uh what were you are you whispering are you whisper i think i think you're talking to my wife about an affair she's having. <laughs> the director's like, cut, uh, fuck it, let's, let's, yeah, let's like, hire. Like, yeah, yeah, get yeah, out just here. print it. We yeah. got it. <laughs> oh, we we used to have this joke when me and Nick used to do um, uh, Fetal Vows where the editor is just like, fuck it. Like, <laughs> if right. I were the editor on any of these shows, I would be like, fuck it, mm -hmm. because this is hilarious. <laughs> All right. So, so hire me on to your next editing gig. <laughs> yeah, if you want to yeah. move to Canada, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, at this party, uh, Calvin actually asks what Norma and Beatrice were whispering about. This is all... I'm such an idiot. I just, like, type everything that happened. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a stupid reenactment where, like, half this shit has nothing to do with the murder they're talking about. <laughs> Ugh, idiot. All right, anyway. Um, after this party, uh, Warren comes into Norma's house and basically asks Norma out. He's, he's wearing this, like, bullshit shirt with a bunch of like stupid tuna and marlin on oh it oh my god the shirt is tremendous and, and i'm like it's tucked into his like khaki pants i'm like way to go casting director that's a fucking adult virgin right there if i've ever <laughs> seen one <laughs> um my my dad used to say that uh his dad my grandfather used to call call them uh, go to hell apparel right so <laughs> so you see this shirt it, this is how he explained it. It's like, my shirt has fucking lobsters and crabs and all types of weird stuff on it. And if you don't like it, you could go to hell. <laughs> it, was, it was probably the greatest story I've ever heard about my grandfather ever. So anyway. Uh, um, and, and apparently your grandfather was an awesome dude. You're probably t you're talking about the wrong grandfather here. But oh, we're yeah, going yeah. to keep on going. <laughs> so after the party, uh, Warren, Warren comes in the house and he's like, Hey, can I, do you want to make a high? And she's like, get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> Warren you know, was already in the house in the reenactment, right? Yeah. Let's not go into what's real and what's reenactment. We'll <laughs> never get out of here. Anyway, all you need to know, if anyone's listening to this still, <laughs> all you need to know is that Warren is a creep and he keeps on bothering uh, Norma. So... Um, Basically, like, all the dudes in this story, like, are into Norma. Yeah, exactly. They're, like, giving her creepy massages and, like, fucking 
Aaron, does that Drunkenly massage showing feel up in good? her house. Uh, I bet it does. I mean, it, what? like you have so many knots in your back. No. Are you, are you doing an act out where you're giving me a massage at the moment? Yeah. yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll play yeah. along. All right. Go again. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. Okay. It's over now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the weirdest way to start a bit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So. Um, you know how good I am at comedy, though. You're very good at comedy. <laughs> so uh, around this time, Norma actually finds a note uh apparently this note was on her door and it said stay away from daniel mm -hmm. it's stay away from daniel and if you don't stay away i'll make you stay away Ooh. and she immediately knows it's from lucy that bitch so that batch she goes to daniel's house <laughs> and confronts lucy <laughs> and apparently once again we don't know what's actually real we are fucking shit investigators when it comes <laughs> to actually knowing like the facts. This is straight up from the 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 writers at Betrayed might be making up ninety percent of this. I just I just the, want to put that out there. Yeah, this but is all conjecture. Around this time, uh, Norma goes to Lucy's house, confronts her, and then they beat the shit out of each other. Oh nice. yeah, I love that part. And chick fight. The craziest <laughs> thing they're they're beating each other up. They rip each other's clothes off and then they like look deeply in their eyes and they start like making out. It was the weirdest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> And then, and then the, it was, the reenactment took a strange turn yeah. after that. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Chow, but, wow, wow. Yeah, I was like, whoa, <laughs> what is this now? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Aaron, what have you picked for us this week? I was like, just, it's like, Aaron, where is this going? It's like, don't worry about it. Just get into it. <laughs> <laughs> don't look away. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> embrace your freak flag. Let your freak flag fly. All right, so anyway. Uh, if anyone needs to do that, it's you, but... Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> she goes to Daniel's house and confronts Lucy, and, and, and they have a fight. Um, and, and, and that's where this scene ends. Because <laughs> the next thing my outline says is, Sunday, May 30th, 1993. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Uh, Norma doesn't know uh, where she stands with Daniel at this point, so it's the next day, right? And uh, apparently Daniel comes... That's me. I was... No, sorry. Yeah. sorry. So, I thought it might be smoke alarm. That's okay. Yeah, I know. So, uh, Daniel apparently comes over, and um, during the reenactment, basically there's like this uh, basketball hoop, and the kids are like, we can't play because it's too low. Oh my so, god! So, so then, so then they lift it up, and then they, and then they end up. He duct tapes it like two times around, and it just stays there. And he's like, I fixed it. How handy I am! Yeah, yeah he must have. It must. They, this was like a thing that must have actually happened, though, because yeah. like the duct tape does come back later in the story. Yeah. Plays part. It, it, so well, they must have actually done that for real in real life. Yeah, but I don't think. I don't, Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. But also, he's like the worst handyman ever. Well, we don't know that. Well, I mean, like, duct Maybe tape. Maybe he's really handy with the duct tape. You guys aren't giving him enough credit. Yeah. No. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. Okay. So, so after um, this whole duct tape episode, uh, 
Norma basically corners him and it's like, so what's, no, yeah, so he, she's like, what's up, why are you here? You know, and he's like, what do you mean? I love you, babe. You know, and then, I love you, babe. Then he's like, yeah, I just fucking fought your girlfriend. And then he was like, let's just drop it. And like, that's how. <laughs> yeah, it was very weird. He ends. was like, you just need yeah. to accept that I'm also dating this other person. Yeah. Like, we don't it need was... to have a discussion about it because yeah. we're not married. Yeah. Is basically what his thing was. And I was like, yeah. very bad. What world? Yeah. <laughs> it was an accident. Like what you. Trip fell on his dick, you know. Um, I, I I mean like yeah like he had no uh, like recourse from this whole thing. He was in the yeah, wrong. Yeah, he was like, well, he didn't think he was in the wrong. He was like, this is fine. Yeah, he was like, look, you know, it's like the thing was, she's my ex girlfriend, and like every now and then she comes over, and you know, like somehow a piece of me goes inside a piece of her i don't understand what the big deal is yeah like we're not married so i thought that meant i could just put <laughs> things of me in other things of other people i don't understand what's up babe <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right anyway sorry let's stop it <laughs> uh, daniel comes over um and norma confronts him and he just goes don't test me so uh, yeah which is like not a red flag it's totally red flag <laughs> so so Norma's pretty scared of basically every single guy in her life at this point yeah uh, there was one guy because everyone's so handsy yeah there was one guy who was supposed to be decent uh, his name was Daniel Daniel turned out to be uh, fucking bananas so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that evening, uh, she and Beatrice walked home, and, um, when the two of them got to Norma's house, it turned out that Norma couldn't find her keys. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fortunately, she gave a set of her keys to Beatrice, so Beatrice can, uh, get some strange uh, behind her husband's back so, in a whole yeah. the apartment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. type situation. Yes, yes. So all all well that ends well. The end. Yep. Right. Yeah. Okay. So shout out to our sponsors. Just Do you guys kidding. have any plugs? <laughs> so um. So okay. So basically, Norma can't find her keys, but she gets the keys from Beatrice, and uh, they walk in. And, um, let's see, around that time, her estranged husband, Anthony, comes to pick up the kids, but he he only picks up the oldest one. And when he does come to pick her up, he's also like, hey, I'm here to get, you know, our oldest son because we have a son together. But, like, what do you think about, like, a quick Hummer? She's like, no. It's like, okay, let's Again, go, son. Again, he was very, yeah. hands, very handsy. Yeah. He's Little very handsy. Borderline like, rapey. It's like, yeah, like, dude. like, like, like Shorty has very bad taste in men. That's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like... That, <laughs> or I, I think it's just that men are trash, yeah. actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Men are garbage and, you know, fuck, you know, the patriarchy and all that. I'm yep. dude, good dude, though. Are you? <laughs> Hashtag not all men. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Hashtag not all men. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Lord. Okay. Um, uh, whatever. You're so, walking on eggshells here. 
I'm walking on eggshells? No, I'm kidding. Anyway. Do you know what that expression I'm means? I'm walking on eggshells. That you have to walk delicately. I feel like you just say things and then you're like, oh, wait a second. That's, <laughs> that's not what it means when I say that. The thing I said is not what it meant, what I thought it meant, you know? All right, fair enough. Anyway. It, it, it's a very, like, throw shit at a fan and see what sticks approach to language <laughs> which in a way I, I sort of admire you know, I'm just going to throw this out there let's see what happens yeah. hey you know what it says like two in the hen one in the basket what the fuck are you yeah, talking about chicken before the egg you know like, yeah. you got it hey you know it's, a, it's why, why sell the cow when you get the milk for free you know <laughs> Like, what do you mean? That, that has absolutely nothing to do with the situation we're talking about. Okay, anyway. You're right, I'm not a good dude. So, Jessica, she's like, everybody, all the guys in here fucking suck. You're okay. <laughs> And then Nick popped his head in and he goes, Is he? You know, and I was like, Nick, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Alright, anyway, this is this is a nightmare that has become my life. Alright, so <laughs> Nicholas Luna just popping up everywhere in my life. You know, buying a stick of gum. It's you know, it's yeah, yeah. Nick's like, Do you need that? Or <laughs> Yeah, no, like, you know, you show up to the bodega to get like a bagel and cream cheese and then it's like, Hey, it's Nick at this bodega now. Nick yeah. just pops out of your bagel. <laughs> out of the bagel. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like I'm gonna be like hanging like by a string by my neck, you know, like on a on a stool, and it's gonna be Nick who kicks it out from under me. <laughs> it's like, don't worry, buddy. I'll and then just it. talks talks to you about movies that you've never seen until you die. Well, well while I'm fucking dead, yeah. it's, just, it's just it's just Nick and my corpse. And he was like, the thing about like French cinema that people really don't understand, it's very different than Romanian. It's very different. People it make is, this though. mistake all this time. You know, my favorite critic, uh, not no one has heard of this guy, but his name is uh, Mister Nick and Gick Knock. Lick or lick balls. You got this. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's like nobody yeah, no, knows no, no. this guy. Yeah, nobody knows who right. I'm talking about 90% of anyway. the time. Yes. So let's keep on going. <laughs> so anyway, um, her strange husband uh, sneaks into the house, Anthony, uh, to pick up her son. Uh, so he picks up the oldest son. The oldest son was... Andrew? Andrew, yeah. Andrew, yeah. yeah and I, he was a main talking head in the uh, documentary, too. Yes. yes. So now we are on May 31st, 1993. Uh, Andrew comes home uh, a little late, and Austin says something along the lines of, uh, Mommy is sick, but Andrew was like, I don't know what he's talking about, and I'm a child, so I'm going to go to sleep. Right? Which is fair. Yeah. I would do that. Yeah. No, no one's blaming... Uh, 11 year old <laughs> right, right. right now um, so he just goes to bed uh, now the next morning Tuesday morning her ex uh, uh, Anth Anthony. Anthony Anthony her ex Anthony, Anthony, Anthony comes over to pick up the kids like he always does 
Uh, he was knocking. There's no response. So he gets into the uh, home. Because, because he can get in there anytime he, he wants. wants. Whatever I want. <laughs> Whatever I want. And this is the time that I want. <laughs> and he gets oh, in there. Oh, wow. What a douchebag. And basically he finds his ex-wife, Norma, dead on the ground. Oof. Turns out he'd been strangled. There's duct tape on, like, basically the top top of her head like her eyes like, like covering her, her eyes and her nose yeah <clears throat> oh, horrifying uh, so andrew cuts away the duct tape to see if she's still alive no um and you know her keys were a little bit from her like about two feet away uh they talked uh, then the cops come, obviously. They talk to the ex. Uh, the cops say that the ex says that um, he was here on Sunday night. He was only here on Sunday night to pick up Andrew. So it's been Sunday night, Monday. This is Tuesday, so it's been like a day and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin was in the house during the murder, so they talked to Austin. This is what... what but how, Austin, he was only like, what, six? Four. Four. Yeah. Four. Okay. Four. Yeah. So this, this is what Austin says. Austin says he heard a lot of screaming. Uh, then he walked out and saw a guy in the living room uh, named Warren. So that's interesting. I don't know how he was like, a little kid walks out after he committed murder. It's like, hey, what's up? What's going on? It's like, uh, I killed your mom. My name's Warren. Bye. Uh, my name's Warren. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> Jesus, the story is dark. I mean, it's no darker than every single story we've ever done in our entire life. Except the fact that a four-year-old witnessed a murder. That makes it slightly darker. I think that's where you were going, right? But I mean, you know, I like to look at, like, the bright side. Like, I think this, you know, maybe this kid used that and he's, like, some type of, like, super cop or, you know, something. He did something productive. Nick immediately was like, this guy is on fucking crack. He's addicted to the crack. <laughs> he's going to be in, in jail. Prison. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, damn, Nick. They, like, didn't, they actually didn't uh, interview that son at all. So we don't know. We don't know what happened. It could be anything. And, really. and the other son looked like he was like speaking from a prison. He didn't. He did not. All right. He 100% <laughs> didn't. It's just one of those things that Nick is like, he's like, you you think of something and you're like that's how it is and then everyone's like no it's not <laughs> As most, like like an ex- expert could be like that's totally not it and it's and like, would be I like yes it, yes it, yes it is <laughs> yeah it, it's, it's like albert einstein comes over and he's like hmm that equation doesn't work. And Nick would be like, all right, I'm going to believe what I believe. Well, the theory <laughs> of relativity has been disproven. Yeah. See? <laughs> Dear Lord. Okay. Anyway, let's keep going. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to go to the bathroom really quick. Oh, okay. PP song. It's the PP song. I got to urinate. Oh, it's the PP song. This is a short break. It's the PP song. I gotta urinate. Oh, it's the, the, the PP song. This is a short break. You're infuriated by the song. 
Well, that's going a little bit far. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're literally a getting step. a knife to mar- to murder Nick right now it's, because it's you hate his song so much. Along the lines of like getting your flesh eaten off by red fire ants. That's about it. <laughs> but I'm not infuriated. I, I mean, like just, some people like that sort just of thing. Extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> and by some people, do you mean like the o- the girl that you're dating right now, like the one person you're dating? Hi. Hi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, the keys were two feet away from Norma. Okay, yeah, so we'll start with this. Austin, Austin, the uh, four-year-old, was in the house, unfortunately. <sighs> he told cops that he heard screaming. He walked out, There was, and there was a guy in the living room named Warren, which... How like, does he know his name? Exactly. Yeah. It was like some guy killed this lady and then a little kid walked out and goes i'm warren bye (laughs) wouldn't it be funny if his name was warren peace no (laughs) (laughs) but it'd be like it would be funny if if this little kid came out and he grabbed the little kid by the shoulders and he goes there's people named cops they're the people that are going to try to figure this out when they ask you what happens Tell them it was done by me. I'm Warren. Peace. And then he just like walked out. Yeah, yeah. Stop trying to push your stupid bit into my bit. My bit is good. Don't pollute it with your bullshit bit. Uh, sorry, it was I'm never trying. funny. But they are though. No, they're not. War and Peace. Why? Why is that funny? Because it's a novel by Dostoevsky. Oh yeah. shit! Did I even say that right? Dostoevsky. He might have, but yeah. Anyway, moving on. Both of your jokes suck. What? (laughs) Come on, my joke was good. (laughs) I was just messy. I liked both of them actually. No, you didn't. You didn't like Nick's. I laughed at it. I laughed at it. It was kind of a combination between Nick's joke and your reaction to it. The com the combo was. It was a good combo. Okay, fair enough. All right. So so uh, the cops questioned Warren. And uh, Warren seemed very... Uh, uh, Guilty AF? No, uh, cooper- cooperative. <laughs> Co- co-op- cooperative. Cooperative. And he was very calm and chill about the whole oh, thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And he took a lie detector. Yes. And the yes. lie detector said he was telling the truth. But... Well, let's not get into a but right now. So, uh, the cops start searching other places. They search the house. It's interesting, though, that the kids said the guy's name was Warren, and yeah. then they're like, well, he passed the lie detector test. Moving on. Yeah. It was the 80s. They were all on coke. They were like, <laughs> that's true, that's I true. mean, early 90s, but still. They were just like... Everyone was on coke. Yeah. It's like, let's just get this shit over with. This kid says he doesn't know. Whatever. Um, yeah, he's a four-year-old. Yeah. Uh, 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 who are you gonna believe here? This four-year-old over here, or like this person that had like a reasonable alibi? <laughs> sorry about the character voice. You're not sorry though. You're not sorry. You're not fucking sorry. <laughs> anyway, it's the insincere apology. <laughs> Just don't be sorry. It's fine that you do it. Just don't be sorry, because you're not. You're in your soul. I'm looking into your soul, and you're not sorry. I know. Don't ever say that you're sorry again. <laughs> you know! 
You're just fucking with me. All right. <laughs> so let's keep on going. All right. Uh, the cops search the house. They find some duct tape. Whoa. Um, and that duct tape belonged to Daniel. So uh, they end up questioning Daniel and uh, and Lucy. And uh, the the reenactment to Lucy was like, I, I said I wanted her out of my life. And now she, I wanted him to myself. And now I have him to myself. And I was just thinking, like, there's no better way to be like, I did this, or like, I'm a suspect, you know? <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Um, but she wasn't. She wasn't a suspect. Uh, or uh, maybe although, she was a suspect for like two seconds. Yeah, but. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they considered her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Daniel, here's Daniel's alibi. Daniel says he was home the night of the murder. Not a great alibi. Not a good alibi. He was, um, like, at a movie by himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, once again, my outline goes right to the next thing. So I guess that's what the show did. Yeah, they had, they had some sort of reason as to why they ruled him out eventually, yeah. though, right? Yeah. I, I don't know like, what it was. Like, Daniel says that he was uh, he was at his house, and um, he had really kind eyes. So anyway, <laughs> next so, we looked at Beatrice. Yeah. Hey, oh, wait, hey, you he, get lost in his eyes. Yeah. Was he, he, he's the one that did a lie detector test as yeah. well, and he passed also. They were like, no. yeah, yeah, okay, right. lie detector tests like they were going out of style. Yeah. Okay, so the next cop, the cops talk to Beatrice, and she admits that she also had a keys to Norma's house, and she had to tell the cops why basically because she was cheating on her husband. Norma, don't give out your keys, girl. Yeah. That's it. Uh, <laughs> when Beatrice confessed to her husband, James, apparently he went crazy and he really wanted to talk to Norma, right? And he left the house and he was like, I got to talk to Norma. And then she ends up murdered. So obviously they're going to talk to James. Doesn't look very good for James. Doesn't look, look, no. doesn't look no. good for James you at know, all. You know what else doesn't look for, good for James? Uh, the plaid shirt he was wearing. Oh. Did not look good on James. <laughs> Be like, thank God you're not the fashion police. Yeah. It didn't look, it didn't look as bad as the tuna shirt, but it, it wasn't good yeah. either. Yeah. It was a marlin. But, yeah. And <laughs> uh, so uh, James talks to the police. And by the way, uh, whoever this reenactor reenactment actor is uh i really don't mean this in any disrespect but just well there's pink shoes oh my god amazingly awful (laughs) (laughs) you know but but they're working on their craft you know what i i i have a feeling that this guy was like the key grip and they're like we need a fucking james and he's like fuck i'll do it you know (laughs) So anyway, uh, I got to move this light real quick and then I'll like stand in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, James talks to the cops. He seemed very overconfident. Um, uh, and basically what James says is, you know, I did want to talk to Norma, but I cooled down and I went to a friend uh, and his alibi checked out. Okay, then so when, they ruled him out. Yep. I'm just ruling everyone out. Uh, ruling everyone out. When they checked uh, Daniel's duct tape, it wasn't connected 
to Norma's duct tape. So that's why they rolled him out. That's, okay. Yeah, there oh, it is. That's yeah, what it is. I remember that because the duct tape did not match. There's a lesson here, and you know what the lesson is? Trust the outline. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting there. I just didn't know I was Somebody getting there. Somebody else passed a lie detector test, yeah. though. <laughs> Who was that? Do we know? It, it was, Are we uh, getting there? Yeah, we're getting okay. there. Okay. All right. So, um, so anyway, Daniel Daniel has an alibi. He checks out. Um, everyone checks out. No one, no one killed Norma. Uh, well, someone killed Norma. I know. Someone killed Norma. Uh, <laughs> the police go back and they talk uh, to the little boy because they have to. And around this time, Austin... Austin said he saw another guy that night, a black man named Calvin. Oh. Right? So now they're talking Hansy to Calvin. Calvin. Yeah. So Calvin is questioned by the police. police. Uh, he was scared, evasive. I mean, obviously. Like, I, I mean, like. No, I feel like any time you're being questioned for a murder. Police, yeah. yeah, I would be <laughs> scared were, shitless. Yeah. Yeah. Even if Even I was if like had nothing to do with it, yeah. I, I know. Like, yeah. I would be freaking out. I, I I get freaked out being like pulled over by the cops. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah. When when like I'm doing nothing wrong. I get yeah. freaked out by pharmacists. Like, why do you need this? It's like, <laughs> oh, oh, allergies. You know, I swear to God, it's allergies. <laughs> I get freaked out by pharmacists too, and doctors. Mm-hmm. Any, any person in a position of power is scary. It's scary. Everyone yeah. is scary. Yeah. Uh, everyone, everyone is scary. Everyone scary. is scary. Everyone's people, fucking crazy. People are scary. Yeah. Well, yeah. people will be people. Well, that doesn't make it any better or less scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, uh, yeah, I had this like, I remember having this joke where like this cop pulled me over and I was nervous. He was like, why are you nervous? He's like, because you have a gun that could fucking murder me yeah <laughs> imagine if you're bipolar imagine if there's some bi undocumented undiagnosed bipolar person with a gun they could just pull over whatever and you'd be like you know what this is a good time to go fucking crazy yeah anyway yeah let's, this has yeah, nothing to do with what yeah, we're talking let's about not even let's go get, down yeah. that rabbit hole okay all right <laughs> so uh when they check uh so so Daniel's out. They checked the duct tape, and it wasn't the duct tape. It was uh, not on the, the same corpse tape. Of Norma. Um, Didn't have like the same teeth marks yeah, on it or so something. The, uh, and it might have been a different brand of tape. They did we don't not know. say. So the, way, the go- tape doesn't match somehow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's get off. The tape. The tape is shit. <laughs> All right. Bad evidence. So the police go back talk to Austin. Right, Austin said he saw Calvin. Calvin is questioned by the police. Uh, he's scared. They hook him up to a polygraph. Mm-hmm. And Calvin do? did pass it, so they couldn't arrest him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, then. But wait, so how does the little kid know his name? Do we. Little kid didn't know Calvin's name. Or maybe. They, they maybe, never explained maybe it. through okay. work or something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Uh, this is this is a uh, this next message message is directed straight to the writers of betrayed of betrayed of betrayed. <laughs> like you, you can't just leave plot holes like that. What what do you think you are, Game of Thrones? We have questions. Yes, we oh, want them you answered. Mean your dragon show. You could be better than Game of Thrones. <laughs> you could be better. Remember that. It's not it's not too late to start not leaving potholes. 
Okay. Never stop, never stopping. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, 10 years go by. So the cops were like, nah, this is fucking... This, Cold case. This is a lot. So, yeah, so now we're going to jump to July 2003. Uh, this is 10 years after Norma's murder. The case go, goes cold. They open up the case because of new DNA technology. And it's funny, in the reenactment, they take the box and they blow on it. And it's just like this big plume of dust. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> That's how you know it was a cold case. Yeah. He's like, uh, get down there to the cases. Which cases? The cold ones. Uh, they open the case. Uh, so what they did is they took all the suspects that were suspects and they asked for like a swab like a dna swab yeah and yeah, uh, a, a young swab mm -hmm. so yeah <laughs> uh they, they took a swab from everybody and uh then they basically send it to the lab and then there's a scene where the doctor comes in and the police are like it's been five days it did it match anyone and the doctor's like yeah warren <laughs> <laughs> the one the kid said it was yeah. in the first place. Remember the guy? Remember the guy with blood all over his hands who was like, I did this, I did this. Yeah, <laughs> that the child identified. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was him. It was him. I mean, it was the one that the child told us it I, was. I, I, I wish that that one moment, like, like he was like, yeah, it's Warren. Like, one, one cop, like, took out a dollar and gave it to the other cop. He's like, I just... Uh, told you got me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mortimer, I mean, we made it. Yeah. Oh, whatever. I forget the characters in Coming to America and Trading Places. The old white guys. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. But let's stop talking about it right now. <laughs> we're we're so close. Yes. If, if anybody's still listening. All right. So, um, uh, yeah. So basically, they were like, yeah, it's Warren. All the suspects gave it dance swab it all pointed to warren um warren uh basically they brought warren in he was they were like uh hey we got this dna that said you murdered this lady and he was like i have no idea what you're talking about and then the guy's like look <laughs> it's called dna and we have a shitload of it it's right? everywhere. And he's like, that's just impossible. He's like, no, it's not. It's not impossible. It's not impossible because you fucking murdered this lady. It's like, yeah, but what? Actually, he never actually he, confesses. What he does do is um, he he agrees to a plea for second degree murder and ends up getting 15 to life. Oh, damn. Yeah. I mean, that. It is a great interrogation, and this is not even the yeah, reenactment. Yeah, because he thinks that he thinks that the only way you can like test for DNA is if there was like sexual sexual intercourse, intercourse involved. Yeah, exactly, and mm -hmm. so he's like, "Impossible! We yeah. didn't have a sexual yeah. relationship." And they're basically like, "No, dumb shit." Yeah, like your DNA is yeah. under her fingernails and shit. No, no, no. yeah, this is how it went down. So, the, so, so the cops <laughs> were like, "No, no, no!" It was at thirty-two. Oh, okay. She wasn't old. Yeah. But it'd be funny if the cop was like, uh, we have your DNA. He's like, that's impossible. Because when I was murdering her, I didn't fucking rape her. So <laughs> <laughs> God, why are we laughing at that? Because it's a funny joke. It's a really <laughs> funny joke. I mean, the, ultimately, the joke ends up with the guy who 
kills the person confessing the murder. So there's nothing, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So we're good. Yeah. We're um, okay. Uh, Aaron Black, we hit it. Yeah, we hit it. Wow. I'm. It's two thirty-five. It's two thirty-five. It was two thirty-five. One um, hour than I thought we were. Yeah. We, right. well, we powered right. through it. Um, Aaron Black, do you have any plugs? Stop asking me that. Okay. <laughs> Osa. I don't. What? But, yeah, but you have your you have your other oh, podcast. Do you want me to plug it again? Of, yeah, of, of course. Okay. Well, I have another podcast. Uh, it's with my roommate. It's called Roommates Review. Go check us out on Instagram at mm-hmm. Roommates Review. Nice. And what do you guys talk about on this show? Uh, we rate things in any sort of fashion that we desire. We rate our lives. Um, we rate things that we bought on Amazon. Dates that... Uh, Have you rated Nick's dick yet? Not yet. Okay. It'll get there, though. Nice. Can Is you it... tell me when that happens? Yeah, totally. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Tell me when that happens, Okay. Too. Don't, don't <laughs> tell him when that happens. I feel like it wouldn't get a bad rating. No, definitely not. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. You can you can tell me later. <laughs> it's all right. I get it. I get it. He's right here. He's like looking at us. So. He's like, please don't say so, anything bad. So, so you could you could just like text yeah. me after. Yeah, I'll you know. I'll let you know. Um, I'm actually starting. You know what? I do have something to plug. I'm yeah, start, yeah. Plug. I'm starting a podcast called um, JFK Junior is QAnon, and essentially, <laughs> all right. <laughs> It's about the fact that JFK Jr. didn't die in a plane crash, obviously. And, you know, he ended up, you know, and so now Q drops. And that's basically the gist of it. Nice. All right. So just spreading the truth. You know, and. and, Yeah, yeah. You're just keeping the truth alive. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty (laughs) proud of myself in that title. You know, there's no fat in that, right? It's like, I don't leave you guessing. JFK Jr. is QAnon. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you (laughs) go. You're you're welcome, America. (laughs) Yeah. um, Do you have anything? Sure. Um. Let me just plug uh, the new musical project that has been years in the making. Um, uh, Hawaiian Mike, myself, and Buddy Liesel. We got uh, Osa is going to be singing some vocals. We got Gracie Grace, uh, who's this pop singer, also singing vocals. We got Distant Star. I don't know. Got a bunch of people. But but, but I made all the music. Buddy Liesel's rapping. Yeah, so there's just like lots of audio recordings of us out in the world if you want to listen. Boom. So, yeah. Peace. Bye. Bye. Love is amazing. But it's also bullshit. And it might also get you murdered.